Well, welcome, George Cow, to Video Mojo. It's so great to have you here. I loved that you invited me here, John. It's an um, honor to be here. I, we have fun talking together, so this should be a, a great episode. We've been doing it for a long time. So George has been a six-figure solopreneur since 2010 and specializes in authentic business. I think I got introduced to your work through your book on joyful productivity. And uh, we're going to talk about authenticity and AI. Uh, and George has got a course coming up. It's actually a very unusual structure. It's in three parts. I did the first part with him a couple months ago and learned a ton about having fun and being creative with ChatGPT. And coming up starting the first week in July, he's doing one that's going to focus on the visual graphic tools in AI. So I think a lot of people would think it's paradoxical, at least if not ironic, George, that you're an authentic business coach teaching a course about AI because yeah. isn't AI all synthetic? So what has it got to do with authenticity? It's such a great, great topic. Um, yeah, we, we all get tripped up by, you know, AI stands for artificial intelligence. And so a lot of us who, you know, are more spiritually based or heart based or hippies, uh, nature loving people go, well, that's not artificial. That's not natural. That's not organic. Uh, it's art. It's clearly it's in the name, artificial intelligence. And I think it's a really uh, unfortunate name because you know what I'm going to start calling AI amplified intelligence. Wow. Because that's what it's, what it does. It amplifies our creativity. It's as, it's as artificial as a pencil is artificial or as, you know, as a, uh, you know, a cave painting is artificial. You, you want to go in that direction because the, the most authentic communication, John, is if you and I could be telepathic and you could know, I could send you blocks of thought and you can know exactly how I felt and, and think. That's authentic communication, authentic intelligence. Everything beyond pure telepathy, even these words, I mean, I can't possibly convey to you all my feelings and thoughts, um, you know, and what comes across to you is going to probably mean something different than what I have in mind. And so <laughs> even, even speaking is artificial in that, well, by the way, English is not my first language. So I had to fake you know, learn, not fake, but I had to learn this, this artificial or alien language to me. I didn't grow up speaking English. So it's like, at what level do you want to go? Like, and then, of course, humanity, we are part of nature. And the things we build, you know, whatever, our, our cities, uh, the, everything we, we use to build technology, well, where did it come from? nature and we are simply you know reformatting uh the the natural minerals and everything to build everything so what is artificial i don't know i don't know so you're saying that artificial intelligence is an extension of nature is that the cause it, because yeah, it was created it's, it's an, by human beings and human beings were created by nature and without evolution there would be no artificial intelligence <laughs> you know and so you know, so it's like, at what point do you want to stop? Like I said, ever since uh, what, you know, if um, when 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 chimpanzees use tools, 
I don't know if they, I don't know enough about <laughs> chimpanzees, but I, I've, so let me, uh, I'll interrupt you. So there's tools and then there's tools, right? Yes. So I'm yes. a big advocate of authenticity through video sure. because we may not be in the same room, but at least we're making eye contact yes. and you can get feedback off of my facial expressions. Yeah. Once I start moving into an, an artificial realm or a computer generated realm, one, I could disassociate myself completely and become right. like a cartoon character. Yeah. I also could AI generate my voice and it wouldn't even be me speaking, even though it would sound amazingly oh, like me. Yeah. So aren't we losing a connection yeah. there with yeah. our humanity? It's really good question. I love this topic. First of all, if, if anyone hasn't yet heard how good AI generated voices can sound, go and give this a try. Uh, it's called Hey Pi, H-E-Y-P-I. So just five letters, H-E-Y-P-I dot com. Go there, turn on the the voice option. It's free right now. Um, and I think they're going to have a free option probably forever. It's 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 uh, partly built by the founders of LinkedIn, a founder of LinkedIn and a founder of some other big, I think, deep mind. Anyway, got together and, and built this one. Um, and uh, it's like, it's a little bit like ChatGPT, but it's much more convers. It's built to be much more conversational, short conversations, and you could turn on the voice, and the the voice that speak that speaks back to me. I'm like, I I really cannot tell if this is a a human or not. It's that good. All the intonation, the pauses, the little hesitations. It's incredible. So here's the thing. Um, we have always learned to uh, sense into what is human effort and uh, authentic, authentic to humanity versus not. So for example, um, uh, let me see if I can think of an example. Like, like, you know, you, you can, the more we, like you and I actually, the more we use chat GPT, the more we, f we, we kind of get the languaging of it, the, the, the feel of how it likes to write. And I don't know about you, but I, I've been, I've been, you know, giving feedback to some of my clients and students on, on their, on their writing. And I'm, I can point, I'm like, wait, that's ChatGPT generated, isn't it? They're like, yeah, yeah, that was. It's like, I can tell after I use it for a while. It's like, I didn't have this skill before three months ago. You know what I mean? Like suddenly we are evolving. We're going to be evolving additional skills for sensing into what is human versus what is, uh, what is human generated versus what is human using AI generated. And so like, you know, even up to now, when you see AI video, like AI person video, you can you can tell right you can most of us can tell like there's something off about it there's something that's not quite how a human face would you know shape itself in certain moments and i think as humans we're going to keep evolving these new skills of sensing into what is human versus or what is organic versus what is technological so yeah and i think that so one i think there's a great I enjoy the fact that you're this human authenticity, you know, soulful human being. I really, you and I relate to each other, I think, in that way. And you're also, like me, love this AI, AI stuff. So I'll say it from my point of view, and then I think you'll be able to amplify it, which is that it, it does enhance my creativity. I was on a webinar the other day, and the the leader talked about AI gets you 70 or 80% of the way and even had some uh, scientific research along that. But the important thing is that 20 or 30% that I have to bring to the party 
is really different from people thinking, oh, AI is this all-powerful thing, and I'm going to ask ChatGPT to write this thing. It's going to come out fully baked, 100% done, and I'm going to put that out in the world as a fake content. And the reality is that I use it as a brainstorming tool. In fact, part of what I loved about your course, with the one that's being extended into graphics next week, is that you know, you're about creative play, which is my favorite subject. And I use these artificial intelligences like ChatGPT, and you showed me new ways to do that during the first part of the workshop, available on recording, um, in new ways. Uh, oh, oh, what about if I brainstorm? What about if I tell it to be an entertainer that's speaking to my ideal clients? What is it going to put? I mean, literally, I did that, and it was so fun. And then I rewrote it and took it to the next level. Totally. So, Tell the people about the creative joy yeah. that actually is available by experimenting with AI, please. Oh, my gosh. I, I'm so glad that you framed it in this way. That This is the one of the greatest misconceptions. I keep getting this misconception that I hear from people. It's like, well, ChatGPT is not human and you just, it's plagiarism or, or that's, that's a separate subject. It's not plagiarism, by the way. But, but people, people have this misconception that you just take what ChatGPT gives you or take what Midjourney gives you and you put it out there. The first thing that gives you, you put it out there and sure, I'm sure there are, you know, some high school students and, and others who are very, um, not, uh, savvy using these tools that are just copy pasting. That's not how those of us who actually learn these tools use it. Just like you said, John, you use it as brainstorming, you use it as a creativity thinking partner. That's how I use it too. I actually don't, I actually get concerned when ChatGPT gives me something because I'm like, I don't want to be biased towards that voicing. So what I usually tell ChatGPT, for example, is, um, help me. These are prompts, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Prompts. He's giving you prompted. Yeah. I'm, I'm basically saying, listen, uh, I'm, I'm working on this topic. I have these initial thoughts and like, I'm, I'm working with this particular inquiry that, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit blocked by, you know, here's what, where I think it might go. Um, here's what, uh, one of the objections that, you know, my ideal reader might have. Can you help me think through this issue? But do, and this is what I always say, but do not write it for me. Give me bullet points ideas that I might want to consider, but don't write it for me. And so I tell it that and it gives me notes like, well, you know, you've, I've heard you say this too, ChatGPT and other AI tools like smart interns, right? We, we don't say, hey, intern, go me and write me, uh, write me the, you know, um, the thing that I'm going to put on my website. Well, no, because it's going to be their voice. So yeah, give me, it, essentially what it does is like, have, you, have any of you ever felt blocked when you're trying to create something whenever you've, you're you trying to write something or trying to draw something and it's like the, sorry to interrupt but it's yeah. like the first draft is the hardest part of and course. I use it to get a first draft and then yeah. I can jam off of the first draft yeah. but I want to take it to another level particularly since you're a business coach because the other distinction I think that not enough people make is not necessarily looking for it to write something but looking for it as a business planning tool and one of the things that I learned from you in, in the last course was ask it uh, within this strategy, please give me baby steps of next actions to take. I asked it to write a business plan the other day, one page business plan. Uh, I mean, not only did it structure a business plan quite brilliantly, 
But there were such powerful action items that I was confronted. Because, <laughs> <laughs> of course, once somebody gives you good action items or an artificial intelligence gives you good action items, then you have to do them or not. Yeah. And that is kind of where the rubber hits the road, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because um, I was like, oh, man, how long will I, how much longer will I have a job as a business coach? You know, ChatGPT can give uh, brilliant business plans to everybody in the world. But we got to remember something here. ChatGPT and all the other AI tools, they are basically the average of the Internet. And so when I, when I ask ChatGPT to give me like a marketing plan or something like that, right, I look at it, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty vanilla. I mean, it's like, I, please give me the best marketing, even best authentic marketing plan you possibly can. And I look at it, I'm like, yeah, I, I have things I would, <laughs> I would do differently, but it's pretty good for most people. And I think those of us who are experts, yourself included, if you ask ChatGPT, you know, give me, um, you know, a video uh, marketing plan or video, tell me, tell me how to make better videos. John, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, I can, I can see where it's very average. Um, and, and the other, the other thing, sorry, the, the other yeah, thing that yeah. you you op, you opened my eyes to, and and you know, I did a, a webinar, a free webinar yesterday with the there's an author group called Category Pirates, and. What people don't realize is how conversational it is. And so you structured some exercises to inquire, for example, about who are my ideal clients and starting to ask about that. And then once ChatGPT gives you a response, ask about that. I'll give you a tip. Another app that I've been experimenting with and really having fun is called Rosebud. It's a journaling app. Yes, I've, and I've it tried gives that. you journaling prompts, and then you go deeper, and then you you know you can go as deep as you want with whatever's going on with you that yeah. you're journaling about. But the fun part is then at the end it gives you a recap summary of what you've been writing about, and I feel well listened to and recreated. It's like yeah. it's really kind of yeah. a new enlivening form of journaling. Every so. What people Every, don't get is how conversationalism, when you really yeah. play with it and interact with it, fun things happen. And this is just the beginning. <laughs> this is the toddler stage of these technologies. We're not even, you know, we're, we're not even, you know, I would honestly argue we're not even 1% of the way to where this is going to go. I mean, some people might say this is going to be, this. it's going to be, you know, three to five times better. I think it's going to be a thousand times better. I probably honestly probably within our lifetime it's going to be it's going to be a thousand times well better, given that like it's, in the next few years this kind of stuff grows exponentially right it improves exactly. exponentially not and linear we're not very good as humans at imagining the exponential growth of things um if 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 any of anybody who tries to keep up with the ai field is immediately overwhelmed every single week with oh my gosh there's this other these 30 other tools that I, that I didn't even know existed and that just, just came out, you know, two weeks ago, or whatever, because people are now using AI, obviously, for programming, coding and designing businesses and designing apps and everything. So it's like it's the, 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 the sort of this um, we could say it's a virtuous cycle, hopefully virtuous cycle of innovation. That just like, okay, you use AI to build AI tools that helps you build more AI tools even faster. Um, and so because, you know, you were saying about the conversational nature of this thing, um, every uh, service provider who does some kind of talk, um, conversation essentially with their clients, coaches, 
um, you know, therapists, uh, facilitators, you know, healers, mentors, etc. Except for physical healing, that that that's coming soon too. But but if if you do if you do some kind of talk therapy or talk coaching with people, we need to really get on this and use AI to, like I said earlier, amplify our creativity and intelligence. Because, well, this is now a well-known line, and, and it's worth repeating again. AI is not going to replace you, but humans using AI will replace humans who do not. Um, it's, not a, it's not a threat. It's, a real, it's an inevitability that, gosh, hmm, someone can do their business much more efficiently and serve their clients much more efficiently and at a lower cost you know, and of course, the human element will always be there, and it will always, well, guess what, cost more than just the AI tech element. So it's like we can serve people way more uh, often and deeply and broadly than we could before with these AI tools. So the question is, are you going to lean into something that amplifies your ability to serve others well, serve your clients well, or are you not? And it's not, in, in this conversation stuff, you were saying earlier, you know, um, I like to use ChatGPT as what I call client GPT, which you know you experience that too. You know in our in our work together, like you 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 ex- you tell it the basics of what you know about your ideal client, and say, tell me more about what you know about this person. And then as you flesh out that you know, ironically flesh out that profile, you can then say, all right, now can you speak as that person to me, so I can relate to, to, to you as that person and help me come, you know, I'll be able to come up with better content and offerings to meet you where you're at, that kind of thing. And so it's like AI helps us, can help us if we use it well to relate better to each other. And like another thing that's, that's particularly ex- exciting to me and interesting to me, you know, John, we're going into, as if there's recording, like we're going into 2024, which is going to be a very political year, obviously, um, with, with the American ele- you know, presidential elections and other elections. And I'm like, I'm really looking forward to people using things like ChatGPT to better understand the, how to talk to the other, the other side. Do you see what I mean? Like, because otherwise, we, o- we only come with our biases and our angers and our, and like, I can't believe the person thinks like that. But we go to ChatGPT, and I've been doing this already, to say, I really don't get why my friend has this perspective about this. I think it's so wrong. I think that, you know, my perspective is this. Help me understand why they might think that way and how to, ha- how to have a bridging type of conversation so we can find common ground. And it's been helping me with that, with various issues. I'm like, Wow, I, it's like I'm gonna be so much b- better as a friend and as a conversational partner going forward than I than I could before. That might be the most positive thing I've ever heard anyone say about AI, and I say a lot of positive things myself. But I want to—I I just will backpedal one minute, and then I want to go forward into the graphic realm. Yes. But your emphasis on the value of learning the skill of using. For various forms of artificial intelligence in order to be better of service to your clients versus being left behind has to be the biggest career opportunity to learn and take on these skills that we've ever seen in our lifetime and probably will ever seen. And yeah. yet, so many people are resisting getting 
to know AI, learning what these skills are, developing strategies for, for implementing AI in their business. I mean, I'm so friggin' excited to play with tools. You know, I'm doing these video podcasts and I'm doing short form videos on TikTok and Instagram and other places. And I'm experimenting with tools to make that workflow more efficient so that I can do more for less, which other people will also want to do. But it's the greatest opportunity we've ever had, people. Get on board. Please do it, right? <laughs> and John, I mean, you are, you are one of the most um, authentic, heart-based people that, I've, that I see on video. And it's like, it's yet another example of, this is not for the people who are trying to churn out a thousand videos a day, just, you know, very all AI generated or articles or what. No, it's for those of us who want to um, make it easier for ourselves to express our humanity you know, to more people um, because it saves us so much time and allows us to expand like, oh, I didn't think of that. Let me now integrate that within myself and express that in my own way. And so uh, please, you know, it's it, just like the Internet, just like the Internet. OK, well, first of all, AI is going to be as ubiquitous built into every technology, just like the Internet has become. OK, every like scarcely any technology you look around you, it's like isn't enhanced by being connected somehow to the Internet, you know, information. It's like AI is going to be like that. And so the question is, you know, at, at the start of every technological revolution, there's always people who are understandably scared, resistant, uh, it's going to destroy the world, all that stuff. But I really see this as, well, this is just Internet 2.0. It's like, well, if you, if you could be there at the start of the Internet and say, hmm, should I, should I learn how to use this thing eff effectively or should I wait until to see if it destroys the world first, <laughs> you know, or hopefully it won't? Well, so here, 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 here's your answer, hopefully. Yeah, well said. So... How do the graphics play into it? I, I, yeah. I, so you're, you're going to be teaching specifically the three yes. sessions about graphics AI. I'm very happy that you're doing Adobe Firefly, which yeah. I've been hearing good things about and have not played with. I have played with Midjourney and am pretty mind blown and am excited about having the opportunity to play more with it. Yeah. But how does this all translate into the graphic realm? And clearly we're talking about artificial graphics, right? We're not, yeah. I mean, the mid-journey yeah. stuff is amazingly photorealistic, but yes. nobody actually thinks it's a photograph. Well, actually, um, <laughs> mid-journey five, as of this recording, mid-journey 5.2 just came out like it was a day or two ago. And it's already, I'm already seeing uh, photorealistic images that are like, really, this could easily, easily be an actual stock photo or a magazine photo shoot. Um, really, it's, it's, it's that realistic now. And it's like, yeah. Um, now, of course, there are... Okay, so, so let me... So, first of all, the biggest issue when people start talking about AI art is, you know, plagiarism and the, the rights of artists and the legalities of all this. So I just want to address it for like one, one minute. First of all, there is currently... There is a lawsuit against Midjourney and Stable Diffusion, the, the two biggest players in the AI art space, and it's really unclear what the outcome is going to be. And I have, of course, used used my uh, AI search tools to to suss out. Okay, given I asked AI search, given your understanding of case law and and the co and copyright law, what is you? Yeah, you can ask it yourself. What what is your prediction 
that that in, in based on history, where is it likely to go? And well, guess what? Integrating all the case law and you know um, uh, all, all the all the policies and, and legal precedents, it's like well, it's that's what it tells me. It's like it's likely, it's probably going to be the case that the courts will decide that the the, the images created by Midjourney are what's called transformative enough, which means it's been changed enough from the originals that it's 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 not plagiarism. It's not violating copyright. Um, and so let me explain also that common misconception. People say, oh, AI art, it's just basically stealing my painting and then giving it and letting people use it. No, no, no. Or, or oh, isn't it just stealing one quarter of my painting and then, and then pairing it up with, uh, you know, the painting of someone else's, you know, a, a, another corner of someone else's painting and then it, no, it's, that's not how it works, people, right? What it's doing is it's understanding the relationship between one pixel one pixel is one tiny, you can't even barely see one pixel. It's understanding the relationship between one pixel and another pixel and another pixel, studying millions of works of arts. And to say, okay, basically, what we understand... Is, is, is that a similar way to the way the large language models exactly. are studying language? It's studying visual graphics. Of course, that's how it works, right? It, it's, it's, it, it is a predictive model. It's trying to, it, it has created a mathematical algorithm to say humans basically enjoy viewing things when it's this kind of pattern or that kind of pattern. It's not taking, you know, such and so artists and it's stripping all their work and giving it and like, oh, sure, you can go ahead and use it and call it yours. No, 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 no. Every single thing that comes out of Midjourney or the AI art has never been seen before. It's completely original. Now, it has hints of that kind of like watercolor style or sure, it has hints of this artist's style, but that artist has never drawn anything like this before. Um, so Every artist is influenced by other artists anyway, right? So it isn't like who, that's a new thing. Who is original, John? Has there, <laughs> who, who has never, who has come up with something that is truly original? A, a genius artist, you know what a genius artist does? basically has consumed so much art themselves and their brain has created a mathematical model, a predictive model to say, this is probably going to be very uh, successful as a piece of art or this is something that feels good to me. Well, what feels good to you is what all the stuff you've consumed integrated into what seems right based on all the patterns you've seen in the world. And so, and so yes, humans are essentially doing it and the AI is doing it as well. So long story short, um, I, I am not a graphics person, John. I, I mean, if you saw my website, even at this current stage, it's like, yeah, you're not a, definitely not a graphics person, George. Um, but in the past few months, as I've been learning and playing with these AI art tools, I have never been enjoying a visual creativity more and the stuff I come up with, I could never ever <laughs> for the rest of my life. If I trained as an artist, I could never have created these kinds of things, but now I'm able to create things based on well, it's, it's also John is honing my imagination. I think it's actually a good creativity fitness exercise because you got, I, I'm going to put a pin in you. The two things, one, you're enjoying, you're having oh. fun. And two, you feel like your creativity is being enhanced. Oh, so, it's, uh, it's being challenged. Uh, you know. Challenged, but also expanded, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so you're, we're running out of time, so I want to ask you, you're a business coach, yeah. and you specialize working with a lot of solopreneurs, yeah. very creative people. So if I'm a creative person. I'm also a small business. 
wh- how do you see us, you, us small business creative people, using AI graphics, and what will we be learning? What am I going to get out yeah, of the totally. three sessions that start at the beginning of July? Well, I've already been redoing my sales pages, so where I sell my courses and programs and things. I'm redoing it based on the AI art that I'm creating. Because prior, prior to this, I was using, what, Unsplash and other stock photography. And it's just like, but, but it's like, ah, I don't like, I don't really, I wish this was like that. Or this was like, well, AI art, you could tell it exactly what you want to make. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you know. So essentially, the more visionary and artistic you are and more you've been trained in art, uh, the, the, the more effectively you're going to use these tools because you have a better visual um, understanding of how to, how to direct a piece of work, artwork, than those of us who haven't gotten that kind of training and benefit. So anyway, sales pages, social media images, and um, you know the the materials you use for your clients, you know, is going to be much more spiced up. And Website graphics, social videos, right? yes, all, so, all of that. Yeah. So your bottom line, I'm going to read off your sales page now. Most importantly, we will do it all from the ethic of authentic business to practice creating from our soul's unique expression with joyful productivity. With AI, George? Yeah. (laughs) Well, just like with the internet, just like with the keyboard, just like with, you know, uh, a pencil or an electronic pencil on an iPad, these are tools, just like AI is, is a tool to extend our unique expression. Beautiful. So George Cow, K-A-O dot com. I believe the sales page for this course is georgecow.com slash AI. Simple. He likes to keep things simple. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want to support me and Video Mojo, I'll put an affiliate link in the description on YouTube. Any other George Cow on other socials? Anything? Any other coordinates you want to point people to? That's that's uh, you can go- you can Google me or Bing me or you can even ask ChatGPT about me. Actually, George Cow, <laughs> authentic business coach. I'm grateful that I've been around just long enough where ChatGPT has, has no stuff about. It. So that would be an interesting exercise for you. <laughs> ChatGPT, what do you know about George Cow, authentic business coach? And then see see what it does. And you can even say, ChatGPT, can you talk to me as George Cow? <laughs> I mean, it's not. It doesn't have my voice quite down yet because it doesn't have that much content about me. But it might be a fun, fun little exercise. <laughs> well, I I appreciate your voice, George. It's, it's you know like a lot of people welcome. think that the internet and business marketing in particular is a bunch of hucksters trying to sell you something and i really get your authenticity like for real and uh appreciate that you've been this voice for authenticity and authentic business and joyful productivity and now for creative expansion through the use of these ai tools so thank you for being my friend and thank you for all that you do thank you and john thank, it's it thank really you for being is... on video mojo yeah, it's a, it's a heartfelt uh, joy and honor to be here with you and to be with you. So thank you for uh, for this opportunity. Thanks again.